0: It's not a it's a Hello, and welcome to The Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. As much as I love playing bingo, there are some things that absolutely drive me bat poop crazy or just irritate the hell out of me. And I don't know if it's just that I've been spending so much time at home because of COVID or I'm just getting old and I'm getting cranky or whatever it is, but I absolutely feel the need to express some of those things. So uh, bear with me. This is going to be the pet peeve episode of the Broke Bingo Addict. So uh, I'm going to save my favorite for last, just so you know, but or not my favorite or my most irritating one for last. But uh, to start off with, one of the things that I can't stand is this whole pull tab system. I go to so many places. And again, Pool tabs aren't sold everywhere uh, and everybody has different ways of selling them. Like I said, they don't sell them in Las Vegas, but I do know they sell them back in the east and they sell them up north. And so there are a lot of places that do sell pool tabs or flash, as it's called in a lot of places. But, uh, you know, in here in California, it seems like everybody's got some weird kind of way of doing it. The most irritating system of all was at this place a friend and I went to a few months ago. And uh, we wanted to buy some pool tabs, and by the time we wanted to get some, we came there late. It was our first time playing there, and we didn't understand their pool tab system, so we didn't realize that they kind of sell all their pool tabs at the beginning, and that's fine. I absolutely have no problem with people selling their pool tabs at the beginning. In fact, I prefer that. I think that's really kind of a great idea because you get it out the way, and you don't have to worry about it. You know you, you know how much money you're going to spend because it's all done, and uh, you know, you're just going to go ahead, and you're going to play the games, and you know, you're either going to win on that pool tab you purchased, or you're going to win on your paper. But you don't have to worry about kind of expending any additional money for for pool tabs that keep coming out during the night. Okay, so again, a big fan of just selling pool tabs at the beginning before the game starts and getting everything over with. But we went to this one place and their system was so wacky. So what you had to do is you had to buy one pool tab, at a time. So let's say you wanted to buy a zipper, very popular pool tab. So you stand in the line for zippers, and you're standing in line for that. And once you get your zipper, if you want something else like a California gold, then you got to go stand in a separate line for your California gold, and then so on and so on for whatever tabs they're selling, you got to have to keep going to separate lines for each one of those. That just drives me crazy. I mean, what is the logic here? Because what you're usually going to see is two things. Either they're going to sell everything at the same time. So you just go up there and stand in line one time for what you want. You can always go back if you want to get more. But it's just the one freaking line. Or they're going to be walking around selling them. So you don't have to keep getting up and standing in line. People are walking around selling the uh, tabs for you. So it's not like this thing of wasting your time standing from one line to the next. Now, there are definitely problems with those systems as well, but it's certainly not as irritating as this getting in line, getting in line, getting in line, getting in line problem. And and I don't understand that even. It's like these people know they've been to other bingo halls, they've seen how it's done that, you know, uh, it saves a lot more time putting it all in one time or either having people walk around. So I don't understand the logic behind that or why that continues to happen at this location. So that's my first pet peeve. The next thing that really irritates me is that when it's the end of the night and some people will just leave their last set of papers on the table or any drinks or any stuff that they might have had or accumulated uh, over the evening, they'll just leave it on the table. Okay, that just absolutely drives me crazy. This happens at bingo halls and casinos. And I just find it so rude, uh, particularly in the bingo halls, because a lot of these people are donating their time to work with these bingo games for charitable organizations, or they could be working, you know, to help support schools or whatever. So I just find it extra rude that these are typically non-paid people who are having to clean up after you when you don't have the decency just to do a simple thing like put your own personal trash in a trash bag or trash can. Because it's not uncommon for some of these, you know, smaller organizations to ask you to please help out just to make it easier on these people so they can go home. A lot of these games play pretty late at night and people still have to clean up before they can leave. And so they'll say, you know, when you're done, could you please, you know, put everything in the, you know, clear your table and put stuff in the trash. And a lot of places will even ask you to put the bag or the trash can that you've used on the top of the table. That way it makes it easier for the volunteers to come along and just grab them. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I see people who just leave stuff on their table, okay? Now, it's bad enough if you don't take the three or four seconds necessary to pick up a trash bag and put it on your table, but to not even take the time to put your trash that you created in a trash bag. Where the hell were you raised, okay? I think, what is it, in a barn? I mean, what the hell? I I just think that is so unbelievably inconsiderate of people. It's like, how do you do that? You you try to be nice and considerate of other people and I I I just don't even know how people live with themselves with that. It's like I I think that's just so incredibly rude. I okay, you don't want to put the trash bag on the table, that's fine. But please, seriously, at least clear the area that you were using. Don't leave your used paper there. Don't leave, leave your your cans and your, your candy wrappers and all that just stuff sitting there because you know got to, they need to clean up and it's just rude. So that just annoys the hell out of me. Uh, if you do that, then hey, shame on you. That's just rude. Now I'm going to tell you about the situation that really annoys the crap out of me. But let me set the situation up for you so you can fully understand. Okay, so The situation was that reminded me of this and that got me started on this whole little pet peeve thing was uh, the other week I was playing at a location and they were playing a pool tab, okay? And it was a pool tab that paid uh, $2,400, okay? $2,400, nothing to sneeze at, an awful lot of money and I would certainly like to win it. And when you have these pool tabs that pay a lot, people go to great lengths to try to win them. I mean, that's a lot of money. So people spend, you know, couple of hundred, you know, several hundred sometimes to try to win those thousands and, and everything. And we were playing at this location and there was a lady who was qualified as one of those ladies. It was an elderly lady. I say elderly, older than me, um... Uh, who was one of those people who generally spends a lot of money on pool tabs in the hopes of winning, you know, so she was a a long time player, okay. And this is the part that gets me a long time player. What happened is she won on that tab, okay. And I wasn't sitting that far from her. She actually won that tab, the $2,400 tab. And she goes, bingo. I heard her. Uh, People around her heard her. But evidently, The caller didn't hear her, okay? So what happened then is the caller called the next number. And in almost all bingo halls, I can't say everywhere, but in in almost all bingo halls, once they call that next number, you're done, all right? So this lady, uh, you know, gets in an uproar, you know? She's like, I called bingo. And all the people around her are like, she called bingo, she called bingo. I'm not, I'm like, hey, the caller has to hear you. Okay, we all heard you, no doubt about it. But we all know that you were also very faint. So it wasn't surprised at all that the caller didn't hear her. But, you know, it it gets this whole big thing of people back and forth, the people saying, oh, the caller didn't hear her. People right next to her saying she called bingo again. And and that's fine to fight for what you want. But the part that irritates me, the part that uh, makes this my biggest peeve is that this is a longtime player at a place much like every other bingo hall that starts the night out by saying this it doesn't matter if everybody sitting around you heard heard you say bingo it only matters if the caller heard you say bingo okay and again, in this instance, the caller didn't hear. Not only did the caller not hear her, but the manager of the Bingle Hall and some other um Bingle Hall workers were actually standing in the area by the caller, and they didn't hear her either. So you still don't have an argument because they do say if if one of the caller one of the employees, excuse me, Did hear you? Then then you've got some evidence other than just people around you hearing you. So they'll they'll be a little lax on that sometimes. Not all the times, but they will be a little lax on that sometimes. But come on, you know this woman. Everybody and their mother knows this. If the caller doesn't hear you, then you are poop out of luck. And it's especially irritating in this location because they have a tendency to call really slow okay people play several packs of uh uh bingo because they you know you have tons of time to to dab your paper so you you're not like spread thin you know like um rushing to do anything. So you have lots of uh, time to dab your paper. My assumption is, is like I said, she's one of those people who spends a lot of money trying to win this tab. So she probably had several of them. She probably had, I don't know, maybe 10 of them. And it took her a long time to check all of them. So by the time she checked it, it was ready for the caller to call the next number. And therefore, she was too late to, you know, to really uh, scream uh, bingo at an extra time or people around her to scream bingo. But it still doesn't matter. That's if you don't have the ability to play that many tabs and say bingo loud enough for you to win, then you are just poop out of luck, my friend. So I had absolutely no sympathy for this lady, who, by the way, got up, walked away, uh, took her, you know, took her toys, as they say, and left the building. But you know that was hundred percent on her. If you can't yell bingo loud enough, then here's a tip: sit close to the caller so they can hear you. Or somebody asked me this: they said, "Can you use a bullhorn?" Hell yeah! Get whatever it takes for you to say bingo. That's a lot of money, $2,400. And again, she spent, I guarantee you, several hundred dollars in the attempt to win the bingo. So absolutely, you know, if uh, if it takes... A bullhorn, or if it takes you, you know, paying somebody to say bingo for you or whatever, then do it. You don't want to lose your money. But I'm telling you, it absolutely drives me crazy. And it happens all the time, by the way, with bingo players who've been playing for a long time and who've heard this statement, like I said, at the beginning of every bingo game, that bingo caller is going to say, don't care who the hell hears you. If I don't hear you, it doesn't count. So again, that just drives me absolutely insane. Uh, So another warning to people who are new time bingo players, please, 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 please. I don't care if you think it's embarrassing or if you're not 100% sure that you have the bingo, please yell it loud. Trust me, I have gotten up on tables, okay? It's like I make 100% sure that somebody hears me because uh, it's just too hard To win sometimes, you know, and it's very easy to lose. So you want to make sure you don't let that money pass you by. Okay, so okay, I feel better now. That's, that's, that's my kind of comment on my pet peeves for the week. So um, bear those things in mind, if you will. Thanks. It's bingo-lingle time, it's bingo-lingle time, hi all the day we you, it's bingo lingo time. Okay, still got to work on that song. But So, this week, what are we going to talk about? Uh, I thought I'd mention some of the game names, okay? I don't know if these are necessarily universal across... The country, but they're certainly pretty universal here in uh, the Southern California and Nevada uh, regions. So, when you go into a lot of these bingo places, like I said, I've told people when you get there, you should get a list of the games that are going to be played, uh, if it's at all possible, so you know what to expect. And a lot of the time, they're going to have these particular names that you're going to see over and over and over again. Uh, one of the most common ones is called Inside Outside Corners. Okay. That's gonna be the top square of the B column and the bottom square of the B column along with the top square of the O column and the bottom square of the O column. Top, top, bottom, bottom of B and O. Okay, so that's called outside corners. Inside corners is gonna be the second and fourth square in the I column and the second and fourth square in the G column, okay? So those together, that's gonna be inside corners, all right? I know that sounds a lot more complicated than it really is. Visually, you'll get it pretty simply. But you need to be aware of inside outside corners because there are some instances where they're considered the same as a regular straight line or diagonal bingo. Sometimes they'll say, okay, we're gonna do four card bingo, uh, including inside and outside corners. Okay, So that means you can either get a straight line or you can get this combination and that's still considered a bingo. I don't know why this particular configuration is included in a bingo for some reason, but it just is sometimes. So you always have to look out for that uh, when you're playing. And a lot of times they'll even say it. They'll say no corners or it says uh, includes corner or it might just have one of the corners. It says... Um, Outside corners, okay, and usually for whatever reason, that's usually what it is. It usually includes outside corners, but not inside corners. I don't know why that is. But anyway, you'll see that a lot of times. So that's what they're talking about when they say corners. And again, they're either inside or outside corners or both. That's just a little extra something to keep in mind when you're looking at bingo games. Uh, There's certainly a lot more, and we'll follow up with some of those. And then you have some combinations of those games played together. So we'll definitely be talking about them. Okay, but that's the end of this week's Bingo Lingo. Okay, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Broke Bingo Addict. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for letting me get some of those pet peeves out of the way. Um, I hope you'll come back and listen to some more. And in the meantime, also, please check us out on Instagram and Facebook and definitely check us out on TikTok. I need more followers on TikTok, okay? <laughs> Again, thank you so much. And until next time. It's not a